This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hi. You are rolling with Jason and John, 929FM ESPN. And a little bit of uh, was us getting over hump day today. Uh, happy September 27th to you. Plenty to talk about, including the fact that Tiger basketball practice has begun. Uh, Memphis has put out a statement on the status of Mikey Williams. That's been discussed, will be discussed here as well. And Penny, uh, I suppose, I, I suspect, and selected players uh, will speak this morning as part of a media availability. Expect that to happen within the next hour. So, you know, maybe we'll have a DeAndre Williams status check in terms of the waiver request, how everybody's feeling on this, what now, second day of practice, a little lot of that going on. So we'll be talking some college basketball, even though we're all in certainly football, football, football mode. And speaking of that, Memphis got a big one against Boise State this weekend. We'll continue to discuss that. And did you see my man last night? Off the beaten path, something we had talked about, the chance of a lifetime, perhaps, a chance to win a UFC contract, two Memphians, and last night, as you would expect, two Memphians getting that, that what's an incredible opportunity. That you, we should talk about everything that went into those, those guys getting that opportunity last night on ESPN Plus in front of Dana White. Our man, Danny, left hand to God, Barlow, got a UFC contract. <laughs> Potentially life-changing. Very much so. Welterweight. Yeah, I watched that because uh, uh, you, you. I got you tuned in. Yeah, and I you told you could bet on it on FanDuel. This was official. Yeah, you. Well, I, I didn't. Legit. I did not bet on it because I had no idea who to bet. But see, that's when I when I told you that. That's when I knew I'd get the light bulb with you that this was major. When I informed you yes. that yesterday, you <laughs> that it was what a, I'm available. This to was wager on. Yes. yes, on the Dana White contender series. If it's not available to wager on, it's then it not ain't big legit, time. right? It ain't. Yeah, that's exactly the way. Right. That's the way John measures these things. Yes. So, and we understand that. And we uh, we you, you texted me right before it started because I had forgotten. Um, and uh, Dana White contender. I had ne- I've never watched not, not a this. T- I hadn't watched it either. Yeah, this is like season seven, season eight. Uh huh. I, I think like isn't is it is it is it not where like a uh, uh, you know a, a, a long time UFC fighter takes a team under now, his now wing? Isn't that something that's on on another channel right now with Connor and the? Uh, yeah, the isn't other, that the same I, thing? I, I think that I don't. I think that's separate of this. Okay. I think again, I'm I, I, I'm not sure, but this is. Dana White contender series. Okay. They might be together, but I don't think McGregor was training our boy. Okay, Danny. Well, uh, yeah, that was different because there's no crowd, there's no right? hype. It was almost like when when we were having the fights during COVID. Yeah, exactly. Remember, UFC was one of the few things yes. going on, and you would yes. do it without a crowd. Yes, but like they would at least pump noise in, right? Like this was just straight. Fight! Oh, fight to the death yes. for the contract, and like, like there's not. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. So it's like it's behind like, the scenes, but legit. You know, it's pretty. I mean, it's deathly silent. I mean, all you hear is just the contact from the hands and the feet and the legs, and like, it's it's really it, it it's very different. You know, um, well, and it, it's brutal. It's it's more it violent in that way. Well, and there, there's a there's a Memphis community of MMA folks, and John. I mean, you and I have have talked to him. We've had Brian Hall on. Uh, from the law school, who who Danny uh, Barlow fights out of, that have really sort of banded together to to make an opportunity like this possible for 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 both fighters last night. So we'll 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 get to that because I th- I thought it was a great moment. Nobody's talking about major moment. Nobody's talking about, and certainly uh I think plan to see Danny left hand to God Barlow uh, in on UFC nights. Yeah. It's very soon. Yeah. He does it, dude does the flip yeah, after he's, wins. He's, he's, like he's, he's dynamic. He's entertaining. It's what you he's one of those guys. I got the it factor. Yeah, he was he's he was a little uh, seven and oh now. 
He's a little leaner, uh, a little rangier than his opponent last night. Uh-huh, had a he, major he reach just, advantage. He just caught him a couple times, but his, man. His left hand, as you would imagine, yeah. is uh, devastating. Well, well, I would like to have him on the show. Um, so it would, it yeah, would, talk about that opportunity. Yeah, I'm sure we'll. <laughs> once in a lifetime, potentially. You know, we'll get to work on that um, here uh, here momentarily uh, in the days and weeks to come. So anyway, yeah, it was a, again, I did hate that it had to come at the expense of a Memphis guy, right? Again, but it's too. It's, it, you guarantee right. a Memphis guy's going to get that contract, which I know is like, you know, but I hope that I hope that Rambo, you know, continues to, you know, have a chance to. I do too. I, I don't know where you go from there, you know, like what it will. Do you just, Build like, back and hope to come back next season. Like, now, one you, thing I've seen about these, on these white things on these Dana White things with the USC you, you get another chance if you're good enough to come back and you know I think he was 6 and 0 uh, at this point before losing last night so hopefully uh, my man Raheem will get another chance. Yeah. It was North Memphis versus South Memphis basically. It was like the uh, event with Yeah, Danny uh, was from Westwood with so. Chan. Yeah, well, yeah. Wasn't it? And then that had Orange Mountain. That's the neighborhood it, classic but, right there that was. UFC. You know no, who, was, you know was, who we know who won that thing. Uh, it was uh uh who was it? No, I don't. North Memphis won. Okay, you're gonna have to check on that. You North, didn't seem super confident. Yeah, no, I, I make sure. I'm pretty sure okay. North won. Uh, but uh, Torico and them. Yeah, but yep. you know it was cool last night just watching it. You know we're just going over some things we watched last night, folks. Before we get to this discussion that I really don't feel like happening again. Uh, you, it, John, John's pushing it, but, but because there was a statement released yes, for you today. But uh, but they were saying who we're gonna find out who's the king of Memphis. Who is the real king of Memphis tonight? Oh, you saw how they played it up. Yeah, yeah they did. I told you this was a big deal. Folks need to be in on it and definitely supporting his brother. Yeah, exactly right. I support both. Danny Barlow could be a star, though. I mean, if that, if if you I say mean, he, you, he's you, like, we got to get you uh, more comfortable pronouncing Raheem Forrest's name because you keep saying other dude Rambo. Isn't that what he Rambo's his yeah, nickname? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, one of my one of my buddies like has been in his corner Rambo. Yes, for for a long time. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Lo- I mean, dude, the, the, uh, local communities help put these guys in these, in this place. Scotty Swanger with uh, Attitude MMA. I think I think Danny was their pro champ, you know, getting this opportunity. They they, they worked for guys to get opportunities like this tirelessly, you know, without much thanks. Quite yeah. put these events together for guys to hopefully get opportunities like this. And yeah, man, I know I know they were as proud as as the families of those guys last night, as the family of uh, Danny Glover, of exactly. Danny Barlow. Excuse me, I said Danny Glover from the color. Hey, Danny Glover, you know. I think if we can get Rambo in the ring in the octagon with Danny Glover, you know, he's always on the brain with my love for. For him and his role in Lethal Weapon, that's exactly Color right. Color purple, he's fantastic. How's Danny doing these days? As a matter of fact, I, I think he's just re- enjoying, you know, retirement. No, okay. I don't think he's very busy. I know he's up there in age. So. I think, I'm, I, think I'm, yeah. I, I need to check on him. I mean, I, I assume he's he had Danny a long career. Danny a lot to the people, bro. Yeah. I tell you that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's still with us, isn't he? I'm fair. I'm fairly certain Danny's was still with us because we would have a long moment of silence if yep. Danny had been. Danny there. Glover is he's, 77. Yeah. Still living, still been living a good life. Uh, I don't think he's had any real major role um, in anything for quite some time, and that's all right. That's totally okay. He's an accomplished, decorated oh. actor. So um, as good as they come. Yeah, uh, there's no, uh, there's no shame in just right. enjoying we the can, fruits of your labor. I know we can talk about Danny. Yeah, I'd for rather a, talk about a, Danny. Eleven more minutes, or you can get to this. I'd rather talk to about this Danny. news that Memphis dropped for you today for those that were concerned. Yeah, um, here's the show today. Uh, Adam Turnoff's going to join us at 1225. Okay. We'll talk to him about the NFL yep. week ahead. Some releases that uh, he has, uh, he and, and Right Angle have released uh, today and this week, so we'll get into that. Uh, and then uh, at 125, the one, the only, most anticipated segment of the week. It is coach and program director of Team Thad, Norton heard before. Yeah, one commit to Kansas. Shocker there. Uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable how many Team Thad kids go to Kansas. We're going to have to get to the bottom of that, why that keeps happening. Yeah, I don't think Memphis was on that one. I know, but let's spread the wealth a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. A lot of it goes to Lawrence. He talks about Bill Self a lot. He does, and when I brought up Bill Self They're last week. They're very close. I know. When I brought up Bill Self last week, he kind of sat up in his chair a little bit. He was ready to kind of, you, you know what I'm you saying? Are, it's just the truth. And, it's true. And that's got – I'm just saying, as like he prides himself on being an objective, neutral party. He does. And he's really not doing a good job as it relates to Bill Self. So we'll get into that. Um, isn't, Nike, uh, isn't uh, Kansas an Adidas school? Still, are they? After I, I, all the stuff? I don't know. They're not Nike. I guess not. 
I think I, I don't think they're a lot Nike at least. Not that that necessarily matters to a kid's decision. And the Adidas stuff, what got him in trouble? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Maybe maybe I I don't I don't think Kansas is a Nike school. Though. I'm pretty sure they're not. Uh, but anyway, we'll get into all of that with Hurd. Uh, then you have a kid that's down to three, Darion Reed, and you get down to three or mm-hmm. something. I saw that. Yep. So we'll get into uh, all those things. Curtis Givens visit. Uh, Trey Richmond. Yeah. Yep. Trey, excuse me. Excuse <laughs> yes. Me. I need to be on the cool side of that if it helps. That's right. That's exactly right. So we'll get into all that with him uh, at 125. So that is the show today. Yes, Memphis put out a statement. Uh, they released a statement this morning, uh, just sort of out of nowhere, uh, and they and it was about Mikey Williams. They said, while Mikey Williams in, is enrolled in online classes at the University of Memphis and remains on the roster, he will not have access to team-related facilities or activities until his pending legal process in California is complete. The process to assess and determine his status with the team will be initiated at that time. End statement. Um, as you mentioned, they're having practice now. The media is still there. I don't know. Wh- I, I don't know if it's like ending. I thought there was a media availability today at eleven. I thought it was. Uh, yeah, but I think I think you, they're going in shoot a little B roll first, and then eventually Penny and uh, some players will talk. So I don't. I don't think the the, the talking was going to go right off at eleven o'clock. I think it's. Well, I mean, what's the? Uh, it's ridiculous. No, you gotta, it's ridiculous that they wouldn't get that done. At the my beginning imagine of our is they're show. catching the end of practice because you're going to stop it during that and get some player interviews. Maybe it's the beginning, but again, they're yeah. going to go in there. Television's got to get their B-roll, John. So when they're talking about yeah, Penny, yeah. you can see the new guys. This has well, been done for years. Don't have again. You yeah. you going to have a problem with everything? Yeah, uh, it's time to Lately, talk. Lately, you have at eleven a.m. It's time to talk. The Jason and John show has begun, so it's time to get some quotes out there. It's time to get bro. Some you're sound doing lines. a lot of what should be happening over there of late. <laughs> no, it's cool. We actually cleared the first hour. We cleared the entire sure first we'll, hour. We'll today. start getting some stuff, and I guarantee. The only, what are we really concerned about, Just John? Just DeAndre, ter- really? I mean, yeah, that's the in main terms thing. Because yes. everything else yes. is going to be. Everybody looks great. Exactly. David Jones, David is, Jones here, is here. Exactly. Yes. Right. And yes, and yes, then yes. the status of the yes. man that you love to get. But you know, get hype about. But you know, there, there's always like something that emerges. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like there's always something that Penny's going to say or a question. That, you know, there's always going to be one thing that maybe. Yeah, you didn't you really say expect. Miss, uh, yeah, something we didn't expect. Yeah, occurred. like, oh, we're waiting on, you know. Well, give me an example. <laughs> what, have we had one where a guy's, like, maybe hurt or something? I don't, I don't I can't, know. I'm I mean, trying I, to remember I, an example. I don't know off the top of my head. I kind of feel but like, you, but, it, you know. I, I, I can't give you I'd specifically. Like some, I'd like some evidence There's just, There's just, uh, again, you're just going to have to go with that anecdotally. Like, there's just, it just. I got, I got to question you it, sometimes. It just feels like there's always, like, a um, some misdirection. Okay. Well, I like how you said this came out of nowhere. Well, it did. Man, what are you talking about? Did did it really have to? I mean, what what was the purpose of the statement? What did it achieve? What did it tell us that we didn't already assume? The the purpose of the statement is because you were about to open it up, and you're going to have all these reporters, these two beat writers, and a mm-hmm. number of radio guys, everybody else up in there, asking this question to start with: What's the status of Mikey? And so you you open it up with you give them that, and no, it doesn't. Putting this statement out there doesn't mean you know that 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 you won't get a Mikey question. But it, it limits some of it. it you know, it's, it starts it off that, look, you know, we, we've let you know what the status is. If I'm sure you got one or two more follow-ups for Penny, that's fine. But at least we've opened it up. This is the start of the season. And people are going to come in there wondering, especially, John, with him enrolled, as you pointed out to us, and as they've acknowledged today, with him enrolled, you're going to get that question right off the bat. And quite frankly, it's a side note. And so that's why you put it out there. Not to mention, John, let's be real. You've had folks, me and you fools, having uh, me and you having, having arguments about whether or not, you know, you should cut him loose or, or whatever right well, now. Well, they already, but, what, part, they've part already of the re- decided that. Part, part, part of the re- yes, but again, nothing written. And they're about to have these beat writers coming in asking them that question, what's the official status here? The so that's why you put it out there. It just, you know, it's not coming out from anywhere. It's the start of the season. You know you're going to get this, and this is why you, you know, you, you do this ahead of time. Yeah, that's why you do. It. Look uh, again. This, the statement didn't tell us anything that we didn't already know. So um, you know, it's we we all assume and know that he's enrolled and that they're going to wait this again, process. They have out. not said that officially. We John well, Penny you, has sort of. I mean, yeah, he's but, intimated but let, it. Let's be, bro. You got to be real. Me and you have argued about whether or not Memphis should have even let him be enrolled here. Uh-huh. They, you know what I'm saying? Because that speculation had been there. We knew he was enrolled, but they hadn't said anything officially. So they haven't even spoken to this. Yeah. At some point, they were going to have to get to it, and I imagine you know they might get that question, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's uh... because again, let, let's be real. We, when do we see this situation where guys got you know felony charges pending, and you you have as a, as a school have allowed him to enroll? Yeah, 
Exactly. That, that's a bro. That's a you know that's a story. It doesn't happen every it, day. It is a story. And there again, that's why. That's why the the need for some answers before this thing, you know, before they're up in Penny's face asking him to give the answers directly. Yeah. Uh, what what kind of uh, season do you expect Mikey to have? Are you are we thinking all Stop, bro. all freshman there, AAC uh, again? This, play is, of the year? this is a deal. It has to be now. When you're not talking about you know his next court thing, not till October. Who knows when on trial if we get there? You know, it certainly seems like the the prosecution in this case is willing to is, is looking to move forward. Mm-hmm. So my point is, this is all for the hey. We're, it's what we've said all along, John. It's what you said Penny should do. Yeah, you know, there, there's no need to have any real closure on this right now because it's what you said you should do. Let the let the courts figure it out. You know, you'll get to some point. What will their they may answer it for you, where this kid's not available. At least to uh, uh, Mikey's people, to your people, you have backed him until the end. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you you have you do have a bond with the kid, and then you, you've let you've let it all play out, which is what you should do at this point. So, again, you're probably talking about next year. Even if this thing got wrapped up, you, you've moved so far ahead now in terms of roster construction, in terms of, even more importantly, like, like your, your, your perimeter guards, like the, what it's going to look like out there. So even if this got cleared up in November, December, would you bring him on to, to have him as part of the team? Probably not. Yeah. Do you have him in the facility yet? Sure. But what this would mean was not a red shirt season maybe. And then he comes in the next year, and you've got him as part of the plan. I mean, that's what Penny seems to be willing to do by not cutting this off, John, is saying, if you get it figured out, we're willing to still take you. I can't imagine it's for this season, to go back to your question. Can't imagine it's for this season, any kind of playing time on the court. Maybe it's for the future, maybe not. Yeah, it's um, – I, I just, you know, I just feel like it's it's so much discussion about uh, 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 just an irrelevant piece. You know, that's the only thing now. Like, we've already had this discussion, you know, and I know we're having it because there was news. So that's, it's not like we're just bringing this up to bring it up. I yes. think both of us, we, Memphis, we both, knowing that it right. would be asked about it today, we, we got bo- out we, ahead. We have both sort of, you know, declared our stances on this, right? I mean, it, 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 it is what it is at this point. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I don't know that there will be or should be any news beyond, you know, whatever comes of his next court date, whatever that is. So October 5th or something? Yeah, something, October sorry. 5th. Uh, which you know, uh, if 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 it's not delayed, I mean that's you know that they they're getting pushed back every single time now. So um, past that, what we're interested in today is does Memphis have some kind of clarity on DeAndre Williams? We were out of tops yesterday. Uh, great event. Hope everybody got a chance to come through uh, and get those ninety three cent menu items. I do believe that fun is over. I mean, I, I we heard some some of y'all really disappointed in, some of y'all really disappointed in y'all took advantage of the promotion, y'all tried to use our name to get there an hour early. Mm. That was wrong. That was wrong. I admire the hustle, but it was wrong. That's a Memphis hustle. Yeah, you I think at, an, at some other locations too. Then maybe they said because what y'all tried to do is y'all they, tried to say we had the time wrong. Uh huh. Right, uh-huh. so that makes Jason and John look dumb. That's a, some real Memphis hustle right there. No, oh, they but they, they had the audio, thankfully, yeah, they of did. what we had said. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Well, we ain't going to get that wrong, bro. We know when we had to be there. Can't mess up their so, money. So, uh, you know, I just felt like real slick. some of y'all uh, should, should really Try take to a take long advantage. look in the mirror. Well, I mean, that's just Memphis pimping. Yeah, it is. Memphis hustle. It is, it is. But not and you a, have to expect that. Well, I'm not trying to be... You know, you know, have have Memphis pimping happen at my expense, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or your our expense, really. We were we were a again. Top tops was on top of it. Tops was on top of it. There's you no doubt about it. Um, let's get one by then. A lot of people who came through yesterday, though, were um, were asking about DeAndre Williams. I mean, that was the main topic in terms of like. It's always interesting. Like when we did the tops grand opening in February, everybody wants to talk about the NFL. Oddly enough, and when we and yesterday, the big topic of conversation in regards in regards to sports was DeAndre Williams. I think that was probably the most we talked about yesterday. And so I'll be curious to know if Penny Hardaway has an update on his status. Because, look, we have talked about this a lot, but it, it, it probably bears repeating the difference with and without. Uh, we were talking to somebody who said they're still a top 20 team with, with him, without him. And that that's, that's simply just not true, at least no. in the preseason. I'm not saying that they can't get there. But that's well, just not true. Not just us. The analytics, I said. Yeah, part, I mean, part of the story told you that. And I, and I think the analytics here are are uh, are right. I mean, I think this is a situation where sometimes analytics spit out numbers and things that don't really make sense. But I think the eyes would agree here. Uh, the difference with and without him is is pretty 
pretty vast. Now you have options. You know, I think that is the good thing. David Jones is here. You know, you got Dandridge back in the fold. Um, Jordan showed some things in the Dominican. In he that, did. He did. In that twenty. Like what I saw. Uh, in that twenty-six point upset uh, by the Dominicans. Mm-hmm. That being said, yes, if you have DeAndre Williams, we are going into a season where you can reasonably talk yourself into second weekend without a doubt. And if you don't have him, it, it just kind of feels like you're in the same. You're going to be in the same situation that you're always in. Typically, which is you're fighting to get out of that eight nine hole. Maybe you can get to six. Like, and your schedule is just freaking brutal. You know, you're 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 all of a sudden your schedule looks a lot more formidable. You know, without DeAndre Williams than versus with him. I'll tell you, it's a good thing they got the Jordan Brown kid. You know, that was a must. Because if you don't, that was a must. And Chandler Lawson gone. Yeah, you just have Malco and Jordan. Whew. But, now maybe Tia Fale doesn't leave at that point. Well, maybe some true, things change. And he was he was pretty saying, limited on bro, offense. Yeah, yeah, he was. But in terms of defensively, I'm just talking about getting some rebounds and you know having a presence at all. So good thing you got Jordan Brown. What I would tell you is this: is is I still like where I'm at. You talk about how brutal the schedule is. That can work two ways. Two edged sword, as my man Curtis Gibbons was. That's right. Two edges. It is because on one edge. You know, this can be a blessing for you. Yeah. This can be your way out of 8-9 with this kind of non-conference schedule. It's the why. It's the reason why Penny put it together. And let's be real. When he was putting it together, he didn't know whether or not he was going to have DeAndre Williams. And, in fact, you're expecting to move on. Let's be honest. We all, They all thought at one point till this offseason that it was done with him. So, so you put it together for a reason. You put it together to get out of the 8-9. That opportunity is still there, and it's still there with a ton of scoring. A ton of scores on this team. So what you just have to get figured out is what you sort of pointed to. You know you got Jordan Brown at the five. It's do I want to go smallish? I mean technically, but David Jones plays big. Do I want to go small? Technically small ball. Put him at the four, or do I want to go something you know more typical with a with a with a Malcolm Dandridge there, with a Jordan there, whatever it looks like. But that's it is the you know. Uh, again, are, are we talking about the difference between a, a, a Final Four run, possibly, and, and are you getting out of the first weekend? Probably so. Right. With DeAndre and whether or not I mean, he's I would, I would I've bet just, it. I've just – I've started to, John, started I've, – I'm trying to put myself in a place now where I'm setting, trying to set this up realistically for expectations, and let's just be real. The longer this goes on mm-hmm. and the more we hear about Memphis is still sending in information, right. tells me the NCAA doesn't want to give it to you, yep. which tells me you better get set, y'all, for the reality that's going to be DeAndre Williams ain't back. Because, again, I don't think the NCAA is doing any favors right now. Yep. And certainly uh, an NCAA is losing power by the day and certainly not any favors for Memphis. Okay. And so, I, again, I've just started to prepare myself for that. Right. I'm hoping, like we told everybody at Tops yesterday, I'm hoping we're wrong. Yep. I'm hoping just by a miracle they get him. But, listen, practice has started. Yep. Right? And there, and at some point you do have to move on. At some point they're not going to care about the information you're still sending in. And so, I, 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 again, hoping I'm wrong, preparing myself for a team without DeAndre, which is going to have some work to do. But the opportunity is still there, John, to get out of that 8-9 spot. Yep, There's I, still enough talent there to get out of that 8-9 spot and enough opportunity with the games that you have. Don't disagree with that assessment whatsoever. Uh, I, I think you go into that, that matchup. Like, there, Memphis is going to be one of those, if that is the way it goes, and obviously we, like, we haven't even started. We haven't even had an exhibition game. So this is very, you know, out in front. But if they do wind up in that spot and they have everybody on this team, you know, um, and healthy and all that, other than DeAndre, they're going to be a team that like the the one seed does not want. You know the nine. Obviously, they're just they're going to be an ext- because they're experienced. Yeah. And and th- and that's the I'm kind saying of they've team. been looked at that for uh, for the last couple of years now. Looked at as that the eight nine the eight exactly. nine that you don't want to see. Look at what they yeah. did. You know, had Gonzaga down uh, no question at the half a couple of years uh, ago. And there's no question like, about nobody, that. You know, they've established themselves as no that. Doubt. Yes, it's 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 critically important. You get out of that spot. Yes, so but, that you're not in a matchup with a team like FAU where yep. it comes down to either a play call or a turnover, and you're losing an opportunity yeah, yep. to go to the freaking Sweet Sixteen because this matchup's too tough. Yeah, like I think what for a first round one. Like what you know, I think what Memphis has not. Done. Like you got to get out of that spot. Yeah, like like w- w- like Penny's done a the lot conference of really good help. things. It doesn't, but it the kills conference you to be honest. The man. conference isn't much different today than it was at least like for this year. It's not that much different than a year ago because you still have FAU as a top five team. Now moving forward, yes, it's going to get worse. But what Memphis has to find a way to do is give itself, you know, uh, uh, 
put itself in an advantageous position. You know what I'm saying? Like it always feels like there's a a, a, a sprint sort of at the finish. They kind of mess around a little bit in the meat of the schedule, then they sprint to the finish and they you know maybe knock off Houston and um, you know all, like Memphis just has to put it together for 38 games. That's what they haven't really done. They'll they'll, they'll have these sort of lulls and these swoons and they'll you know man they'll have a feverish finish at the end. Um, you know, Memphis has to find a way to just sort of fly, like take off, right, and just have a smooth flight. I'm not saying that that, that means they have to go undefeated, but like don't start four and four, you know, and then you have to make up, go, you know, win, you know, ten of eleven and and all these things. Well, they, like, they didn't do that last year. No, they didn't. They did. That was their it, best but, year. But to your point, it it has been about the start, you know, that's ended up costing them. You know that Seton Hall loss that, exactly. I mean, it was it was devastating. Comes back and costs you. That St. Louis loss comes back and yep. costs you. They did start eight and two, but it's not having those wins. And when they were what two that, and two in the first, that I mean, again yeah. puts you that puts you again in that eight nine slot when yes. you're talking about it because there are just no opportunities. You've got to get off to a, play. and this is going to be so tough. But. That's been sort of the key because yes. he because he got past the whole we got to turn the season around. You know, last year you were eight and two even though you'd had the. You know, the, the toe stubs early, the toe stubs end up coming to, back to cost you. Now it's about, I'll be honest with you, it's about going down to Atlantis and winning the damn thing. It, it really or is. Or at least getting to the title yeah, game. Exactly right. And not stubbing your toe in the first round, okay, against Michigan. Exactly that, right. That's what's going to help you. We, we know the other ones that are, you know, sort of set for the form and everything else. You know, you go on the road to Missouri. But it's, it's, it's doing better in those situations last year. You know, everybody, we, we expected Memphis to advance in that tournament. You're losing to Seton Hall on a buzzer beater, you know, off the backboard. It's unfortunate. Came back to cost you. Again, it's another reason why you're in the 8-9. Yeah. So, so you got to do better, hopefully. You're, you're set to do better. That's why I go back to it, John. Having DeAndre would be such a benefit, yeah. especially early on. I would say it's a you know, must. Your, I would say it's as, a must. As, for, for something like that, trying to win an event like that, where you're still trying to figure out pecking order with a lot of these guys, having him yep. you know, and, and, and just knowing that, that that certainty in the middle is just such an advantage. But, again, I, I, I just don't see the NCAA doing you any favors. Man, I, I, I want to be, be floored by that news. I want to be shocked that the NCAA has cleared DeAndre Williams to play. Maybe we'll uh, – I, I could use it. Maybe we'll get a, sports could use a resolution uh, of some sort, uh, some indication when uh, when Petty Hardaway addresses the media here uh, in just a little bit. We'll get into that. Uh, Adam Turnoff's going to join us, talk NFL uh, this week ahead and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I'd turn to him, ESPN. Get ready to start the NFL week off right because right now all customers can get a no-sweat bet, same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay. On this week's game between the Lions and Packers, you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. Last I read, Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, both expected back for the Packers. That should be a good thing. They're sitting at 2-1 and one of them without those guys uh, last couple of weeks. Watson for that the whole season. So that's their number one receiver coming on back, we think. NFL same-game parlay is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs that are pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook. I've told you those pre-built SGPs, real cool way uh, to have a little fun, put your toe in the water uh, for beginners. Visit FanDuel.com slash Smith so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Refund issues, non-withdrawable bonus bets. That expires seven days after receipt. Max refund, $5.00. Unless otherwise specified, restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.family.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. I'm Michael G. It's helping you beat the books for BetQL. It is week four of the NFL, and the BetQL model is looking to get in on the early action with a pick for Sunday. The Rams visit the Colts, and the BetQL model loves the way the Rams' D has been playing this season. With a tight spread at just a point, the BetQL model is leaning towards a money line play. The BetQL five-star best bet is to grab the Rams on the road against the Colts. I'm Michael Jenkins. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL, and download the BetMGM app today. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, my. What, what year is this? National Anthem. When you started off like that. What year is this? Uh, that actually... Uh, when you start off a segment. That was when we Colin started our Kaepernick. show. That was like the thing that was, that was the thing. That was like the big deal. Oh, my Lord. And then, and then, uh. It was. Yeah. You better have a take. You better have a take. And then we also, uh, that was also when Dak was taking over for Tony Romo. Mm. That was, that's, that was the big, uh, that was the big thing going on in in the NFL when we, when we, uh, Mm. we got the show. Um, but yeah, just give me your thoughts on. You're not, you're not for real. Well, the NFL ended racism. So no, uh, no, it didn't. It's what they did, bro. It, it didn't says end, end racism. No, that's, that was symbolic. Their little they they flew the Black Lives Matter flags, bro. They painted the end zones and they said it takes racism all of us is over, but it, it doesn't end that way. Okay, does it? No, I guess not. I guess you're trying to tell me that racism isn't over. Uh, no. Okay, well, NFL tried. That was but, a fail. Yeah. Yeah. You, tr- you you take on something mm-hmm. like an institution like that and you fail. I mean, it's, you know, what a waste of time. What a waste of time. Let me tell you something. Between this and the fight over Dion, I'm tired. You're, you're getting into I'm, some real conversation I'm, I'm, I'm right now. You, I'm telling you, I'm tired because everybody's trying to make it. In the end. You're getting into some real talk right now. Black versus white. I don't think the world is ready. Black versus white. I don't think the world is ready for that conversation. Man. Dion breaks down across racial lines when it comes to who criticizes and who does not. Oh, my gosh. It's got people going crazy. It really does. I mean, I I, I know, like, like, for example, Skip Bayless yesterday, okay, and this is a real conversation. Skip Bayless on Twitter yesterday asked, is Colorado black America's team? That's what Skip put on Twitter. Is yeah. Colorado Black America's team? And so, you know, Keyshawn Johnson called Dan Lanning a bully uh, because you know he was handed a much better situation in Oregon than Dion got at Colorado. Uh, Richard Sherman said that Dan Lanning is jealous of the attention that Coach Dion and Coach Prime is getting. Um, and, yeah, it's and, starting. You know, it feels like it's becoming a very. very and I, uh, racial, and I'm not naive enough to think that this, you know, this is not going to be a story that doesn't involve race at all. We we've talked about. It. I mean, De- Dion had to start at HBCU. What what right. are we what are we talking about here? And so uh, I've discussed it. I, I, you know, I will say, in terms of the two, you you talked about Lanning and you talked about Skip Bayless. You know, the the numbers and the ratings will tell you that. Black folks love this Colorado team. Some black folks that only watch Colorado that don't even watch college football do. I'm, I'm not as offended by that, and I know my man Doc Holiday was, and, mm. and and I and I get that. Well, real quick, being on offended that. at that at calling Colorado like we don't like. There's not another team that black right. folks root like. You got to pick one. I understand why that would be offensive, especially right. you know, Doc could put a video out. Doc Holiday, we love from from over at Channel Five. I, I understand. You know, being a fit, and especially when it's coming from Skip Bayless, right, right, right. When when he's the one, when well, Skip's because the nobody one nobody ever the asked question. the question of but, uh, uh, is is X but, team white America's team, right? But, like as if as but, if black people are just this monolith. My like, issue, my issue is is literally ESPN's got a story today about how if you look at the ratings and, and the surveys and everything else, it is it's black it's black America that's it, watching. Well, there's no doubt it's about watching that. Watching Dion, yes, they're watching Dion. Memphis, now, for example, so, pulled a 26 share on the cool. at, at kickoff, and, of and it ain't just Colorado in Memphis. And, uh, it's, it's all over. Yeah. And they're they're talking, you know, Boulder's a place where it's like two percent black at the school. Period. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not it's Boulder's mostly white as it is, and you've got this 
this flair and the swag and everything that is Dion coming in the middle of it. And it, now everybody wants to say, we here. So you've got L. Duncan on a podcast today saying that Boulder, which is predominantly white, when they chant, we here, which is what Dion did, that they're sort of appropriating things. Like we're getting into this conversation of what's acceptable for white people and black people instead, you know, a, a separation in, in all of this. Right. And, and, and so, but anyway, let me, let me make this one point real fast. I understand where Doc's coming from. I understand how that question could be perceived as offensive. The numbers will say that black Americans watch, so I can understand why it's asked. I'll go back to the point. I'm more, I'll be honest with you, this is just me. I'm more offended by, I ain't going to lie, Keyshawn saying Dan Lanning's going after Dion or being harsh here. What do we, it's football. Right. Like we ain't said bad things about the opponent before in the locker room before we go out there. Right. Made up or whatever else. I don't care. There's a speech, and I know what. Why? Because Dan Lanning said they uh they they play for clicks and we play for wins. Right. Because Dan Lanning said they Hollywood. I mean, what are we talking about here? Where now the talk is too harsh. Keyshawn Johnson, who played in the NFL, where they try to take your head off. Right. Like and so that to me is soft. You know what I'm saying? Again, I get I get. You know, people trying to pigeonhole this uh, 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 black folks and saying, man, this is y'all's team. And, you know, and I get being offended by it. But I'm more What are we doing with football here, making this whole thing soft? We're now, you know, this talk is too harsh. These guys shouldn't say this before the game. Can't believe this coach is coming after him that way. What are we talking about here? Uh, Worst things have been said in locker rooms. And nobody knows that better than Keyshawn. So I think, John, the sort of bottom line, we all getting kind of soft on this stuff. Mm. You know, trying to make it uh, what's appropriate, what's not about football a violent sport we all love watching, white, black, and everything else, and trying to put it all in a box and trying to pigeonhole folks. I just, that, when I said I'm tired, yeah. it's that, folks, trying to make this a white or a black thing or anything else other than Dion's a sensation. Yes. Uh, b- black America is watching Dion, and they're pulling like, they're pulling like crazy for him. Yep. Uh, I mean, say, say no watch college football. My man's got a prime. Right. Why do you Ex- think he's exactly. got a prime Colorado? Exactly. Because it's black. Yes. And like I, like Sane agreed with us on Friday, this is like the Malcolm X hat back in the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, uh, the, the, the African symbol that we used to buy in the 90s, the, the Panhellenic symbol that used to have Africa on it yeah. with the colors. It's it's just like that now. This is pro, It feels pro-black, this program. Right. And so you're absolutely behind it. But it ain't the only thing black folks can get behind. Well, yeah. So, so, but but it get, And it's all that. What, yes. Do we really have to do this? This is a Colorado team shouldn't even be here. Right, shouldn't be shouldn't have been ranked in his first season. That's an amazing job by yep. Dion, his ability. Yep, and we're trying to tell who can root for him and who can't. Right, how I, ridiculous is that? I, I recognize it. I'm I'm a white. It's supposed I'm to be a, entertainment. I'm a white man saying this. I do think, and I and I understand why, and I think it should be. Dion at Colorado is a black thing. He is a black man in a profession dominated by white men, and he is – black people want him to thrive. Understood. You know so what I'm in saying? The sa- in the same way we wanted Penny to break the status quo. For sure. Quo. Yes. No, like, like there's no doubt about didn't. that. We, yes. we were feeling that here. It's the same way when I watch Christian McCaffrey take a snap every, every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I want him to bust that thing for 50 yards mm. every time he touches it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the same. I want – you know, there to be some success at that position yeah. for people that look like me. Mm, I, now, oh, now, I know. You, now, you don't like that. Oh, we finna get, if you want to go there, we can get really real. Now, you don't like that. Because let's talk about the way Dion talked to them kids. Well, see, again, somebody, I already told somebody you. Somebody I remember said around here. I already told you what the issue was with that, But again, bro. it's a lot of that. But it ain't. But, again, it, but it never what, had anything to do with Dion being black, How can you criticize Keyshawn or anybody else and say this is harsh or whatever? You talking about, oh, I don't like the way he's talking to them kids. That's Deion Sanders. Y'all know he does it differently. Yeah, look, I mean. But that's the point is like. Yeah, what's a we're saying what's appropriate and what's not about a sport that's inherently violent. I just violent think you could have gotten that talking off bad about each other and talking trash for years. That's, again, that was my only issue. It wasn't that. It, but, it, but, but 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 Oregon puts up that speech. Yes. knowing damn well, well he Dan, wasn't berating oh, the players. I, but but my point is, Dan Lanning's got something to say. Everybody has their reasons. No, you're right. You're right. For putting their very their, fair their info very, and their fair point their point fair out point. to the public that that was a self-serving thing for 100%. Oregon football. The same way that that was a self-serving thing for Deion Sanders. Well, you're exactly right. I mean, I, Oregon I would, football also showed Colorado talking trash. Didn't I, show as much of its own. If I was guys. a debate moderator, I would give you the ding on you, that one. You I, have I'll to grant you that because that's what I'd be doing to you. It's a fair point. you don't need to make this personal, man, because it's not. I'm just saying you were one of the folks that was. This is too harsh. Well, at the time, See, it yeah, felt that, like because so 
you just have to acknowledge that before you can be critical of it. Well, for sure, and I have, yes. you know, and yes. I have, yes. and, I, and, I, and I, he's and won you over for sure. with his ways. And you said, yes. you know what? That's just Dion, it and is. he ain't never changed. So you can't. Yes, yes. You know, you know how ready folks were to make this racial is that when we first saw Jay Norvell. Them folks thought he was white. They did. They, they did. thought a guy <laughs> saying what Jay Norvell did. <laughs> they did. So much of black, no, black, uh, right. black, but it's not what yeah. just black folks. It was white folks. Again, that's folks trying to make this a white or black thing. You're exactly but, but right. We were so ready to make this white versus black that a great, de- a great number of people assumed that what was coming out of Jay Norvell's mouth, talking about the way his mama raised him yep. with no hat, was coming out of a white man's mouth. Turned out that's a brother. And Dion was telling you that's a brother over there, but we didn't want to hear it. Yep. But that's that's my point. People's people's desire, right, to to break down everything. Yep. And and all of our disagreements through through racial lenses, and and it does. You, you almost have to bring yourself back because it gets emotional, it gets angry, for sure. And we start th- saying things that I'll be honest with you that that we don't mean and shouldn't say. Yep. And, and it, it you know it's not civil anymore, but that's the issue. And it's 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 because John, we're just programmed in 2023 with everything we've been through to look at it through those lenses, and I and it 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 gets tiring because after a while after a while you reach back and this Dion phenomenon is fantastic, right? And and and, and it's and again it's more than just yes, um, you know here in Memphis or yes. or black versus this this Dion phenomenon we don't see this in college football yeah you, you know so telling what's telling someone what's appropriate to root for what's appropriate to say or not I mean yes. Well, like, why are we doing that? It's because we're, well, we're, we're, we're it's not Dion. It's yes. that we're programmed to do this, and we've been waiting on something to do it. People, people will not. Well, I, I, just, I shouldn't say all people. Some people will not like this discussion simply because it is confronting the issue of race, which some people choose to believe is imaginary. Um, it is obviously not imaginary. I do think that anytime you are dealing implicitly with a black coach, it does become racial because his success. Or his failure, whoever it is, whether it's Dion, whether it's Mel Tucker, whether it's Charlie Strong, whether it's uh, Derek Mason, whether he unfortunately becomes the cross bearer for every black coach in America, right? Whether he succeeds, whether he fails. When Mel Tucker, you know, had his, you know, obviously I think he got fired today with cause. Like there was a there was a column in the Detroit Free Press by a, a black man, I will say, mm-hmm. who who asked. Is this, you know, essentially how how bad of a look is this for black coaches everywhere because of what Mel Tucker did? Like, that is the difference. I will say, if a a black coach flames out, it almost gets held against his brethren, right, his his, his black colleagues. If, uh, for example, you know, if Ryan Silverfield gets fired tomorrow at at Memphis, you're not going to read columns about white coaches not being good enough, you know, it's just, it's just, that is the difference mm-hmm. that for whatever reason, every black man, every black coach, I should say, is held to a standard of representing his race in a way that white coaches are not. And I do think that is, that is why it does become a racial topic instantly. Immediately. Well, that, that, that's American history right there. That's because fewer opportunities Fewer black men, black women in those opportunities, and 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 John, I'll be honest with you. W- when there were fewer opportunities, those those black folks they had to stay buttoned up to keep them. Yeah. And so when you've got black folks coming in now to these opportunities and more of them, but let's be real, college football is still that. Yeah. Still, in terms of the coaches, most of them are going to be white, Absolutely. so it's still status quo. It's the same thing we say about college basketball. It's the same thing we say about NFL, NBA, everything else. Yep. Now some are better than others. Yep. NBA's got black coaches. You know, it's it's getting to a point where it's better. College it's still, basketball but, is I don't but, I don't know what the breakdown and, is. But NFL is terrible. College basketball is terrible. For Division One coaches, most time you still got to take the bad job. Look, Tony Madlock. Right, right, Tony right. Madlock been in the game thirty years, bro. Yep. And look at the look at what he's still you know right, the right. way he's still at the bottom in terms of having to work himself all the way up. Fewer of those opportunities, so to keep them had to be buttoned up. Right. You know, you couldn't bust the status quo. You couldn't be different if you want to keep that opportunity. And as more oppor- more doors have been opened, you've got more people willing to be themselves. Yep. This is an American history conversation. More people to be them willing themselves. But let's be real. A, a, a great deal of the shot callers, they're still from the old school. So when those people willing to be themselves, Penny, Dion, when they go against the status quo, what is that? We don't like that. Yep. That's that's not that's not the way we did this coming into it. That's why we're here, John, is because yep. initially there were none of these opportunities. Right. And so you you did you had to stay buttoned up, and that what did that that was status quo. We can keep them right here. 
But that's different now, and that's history. And you've moved it, and so people are offended yep. when they see Dion talking about it before he's done anything, yep. or or representing you know himself the way the way he has. They they get offended by that, or or Penny Hardaway coming up the way he has, and then you know calling out a Rick Barnes. People, oh well, you doing what? And that that's American history, bro. Right. But again, as as you know, black history and these opportunities stops becoming less and less just black history and now our history. Right. It's American history. Regular history. Because, John, the things that entertain you, right? I was just thinking about music the other day, bro. Mm-hmm. What? Black music? Mm-hmm. It's what everybody's listening to. Well, it's American. Stop. Like, again, play with me if you want to. You don't know what I was I thinking about to. doing the Usher. Oh, I know you listen to a lot of white music. But let me tell you what gets you even, even giddier. Or as giddy, we'll just put it that way, because I know you like equality. Black music. Yep. It's American music. Well, I, I don't, I don't, it's what, you, don't I mean, lie. What, what black, black music, music? is, a, you love it. What are we talking about well, here? What is black music? Oh, uh, Drake, like, or any black, what are we talking about here? The beat, everything else, the boom, 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 fool. Well, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, you like all that when you, <laughs> tell what happens at noon around here? Where do you think that came from? That's true. Came from an African beat, fool. That's a good point. It all started there. Yep. My, that's my point is that, you know, st- let's stop separating and making this a black, making Dion right. a black thing or what. It, it's it's American yep. is what it is because black history, baby, is our history. Yeah. And that's what I'm, that, that's, so, so, so again, that's why you, we're seeing people offended yeah. by people like Dion, people like Penny busting the, the mold. Yep. And we're having to have these conversations. But eventually, I think, John, we will grow up to a point. Yeah. Because of little Riley, little Michael Martin, little Christopher, Gabe, we're, we're not having to have these conversations because, you know, folks with common sense. Yeah. Raise I, good, I, I would like you know to, what I'm saying? I, I would like we'll, to we'll be that, able to yeah. phase that out, hopefully. I would like to believe that. For we'll sure. have more, uh, you know, uh, just essentially more ADs, more general managers of right. color, more opportunities. Right. I mean, that's, that's where we're trying to get to, but. It's all American history, bro. That's I mean, if you think about it, I mean, now, you know, the civil some, rights movement was not that long ago. I mean, in the grand scheme of things. Heck no, it wasn't a long time ago. I mean, even after the civil rights movement, it's not like those, it's not like the world just changed overnight. I mean, there were still remnants and, they, you know, effects that are being felt really to this day in terms of institutional. Institutionally, and, yeah. yes. I mean, it, there's no question about that. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I do think that America has gotten better, you know, uh, over the years. Uh, more conscious. Yeah, but we're also be- we're better about getting angrier too, though. Yeah, we love well, to if, do that. If, get, if getting, well, we've if always being, done that. You know, if that's a skill, skill we've really done that. I think social media has, yeah, you know, we're amplified it a little bit. No doubt about it. I think uh, I think social media is, is probably a net negative. Seems like an all time high in terms yeah. of the vitriol. Yeah. You know, when we disagree, it's you got to get out of my life. Yeah. Yeah, it gets really personal. What you represent, really I ain't with, and you got, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's at an all-time high. So. Yeah, we don't have, we don't know how to have controlled discourse anymore without, without, you know, name-calling or, uh, you know, just, it, there's no good faith anymore. I think that's what social media has eroded, is, is that, you know, I can just say whatever I want to you and be as evil and negative towards you and behind a burner account as I want to be. Well, exactly. 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 It's it's. I don't agree with you. Right. You're a bad person. You you yeah. You used to have to like so see get, these people, uh, right? right? You used to have to like see them in person. You used to have to like write. You, know, you had to take some effort and write write letters or call them. Like there was an there was a level of personal interaction. Even calling people, right? Like that takes, you know that that's still very personal when you're talking to somebody directly and they're on the other line. Is you texting somebody, tweeting somebody? That ain't personal. You don't mm-hmm. feel that. No. You yeah. don't. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I I don't. I mean, I, you know, so it, it, it really is. It, it is. it has contributed negatively to our, uh, you know, our, our, the health of our ability to have these discussions, you know, op- with, an, with an open mind. Um, and I do think they're still important. But I, I would say, like, you know, in, in turn, like, if I, I, I don't, I don't root, and I, you know, for or against anybody based on the color of their skin. I mean, I think that's ridiculous. It's about, you know, what do they represent? What's their, you know, you know, how do they carry themselves? It has nothing to do with, uh, but I don't also deny that there is some of that out there still today. You oh, know? it is. It, it just, unfortunately. It, yeah. Um, and, and maybe it changes, maybe it doesn't. Um, but uh, it is, it is, it is part of the Dion conversation. I mean, I, you, you can't run from that. Um, but hopefully we get to a point to where it's, it's more about him, him winning and losing 
Yeah, I'm not. Well, we're probably not having this conversation to this degree if he doesn't win those first couple of games. They get ranked to the degree they have, right? He's still a sensation going up to Colorado, but not to this degree, right? Because it's the instant success. Oh yeah, it happened immediately. Got, it, the, the, that addition to the that yeah, you know that part of the story that's yes helped to make this so big. It's like pouring gasoline on it. So it's yeah, because most time that's not going to happen. Even right. for a coach of Dion's yeah, you know stature, you're going to come in. Turn around a one-win program, yeah, and get ranked immediately. Doesn't exactly. happen exactly. But you understand. I mean, you you don't think and it's probably that, not happening if he doesn't have Shadur and Shiloh and that's right and Travis Hunter. It yes. probably still isn't happening. Look at those lines. No question. Now you don't you don't, so, you don't so that's a that's a you know we're probably still not having this conversation if he's not winning there. You're exactly because right. then we don't have to have the humbling yes. that's got people so crazy. Yes. There's that humble pie for. Him. But but but, but, on, on, but on a very human level, you can understand. The the feeling that I felt watching Adam Thielen catch 13 balls for 122 yards on Sunday, right? Uh, you need to focus on defensive end. That's y'all's new position. I'm just saying, though, like, so that's that's what that's what you can't break me because you didn't make me. Cup's hurt, bro. You know, Cup is hurt. Thielen hanging on by a thread. Cup is hurt. Who are our up and coming? White receivers. The dude that returns punts for the, the Bengals, ones. bro. The, I, I, oof. Thin. Uh, Again. Can we claim Puka? Your, your numbers. <laughs> I don't, no, you can't. You can't, can't. Heck no, you can't claim Puka. Why? He's a minority. Isn't it what he, I don't, I don't not, know. Yeah, you, no, you can't claim him. You he went even, to BYU. First off, you don't even know what he is. Oh, uh, he's Mormon. So can um, we claim him? I don't think so. Well, can we, we can go to a judge for that. Focus on defensive ends and tight ends yeah it's thin you're exactly right because you got hawkinson like a tight end might be a direction you want to you want to look at too yeah we always I, we, we always sort of like to update the, the you know the sort of racial positions here yeah we do we, and we monitor it just about weekly it is so it's a weekly a, monitor yeah little weird who's that tight end bennett's got lamb uh the guy for isn't he white for who uh for detroit oh laporta yeah you know, a lot, 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 lot to like, but he hasn't really taken the threshold yet. He hasn't really taken control. What are you talking about? He's putting up numbers. I mean, is he? I'm just saying, young, white, tight ends. You got to look around. You got to buy. I can't find any receiver, young ones. that Prior move. Yes, white, tight end. I said this This is another position yeah. you may want to explore. You guys are doing better in. Yeah. I mean, because we, we're sort of phasing some of y'all Defensive out. end, making a you great know, comeback. Y'all and now, thought uh, now John o. Smith end. was going to lead y'all to the promised land. I think Travis Kelsey has inspired some of y'all folks. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.